My girlfriend and I decided to get a puppy, a little hot dog, a dachshund, a sausage dog. And through this process, we've been looking at different products to buy for him. And we stumbled across this website through Google that only sells products for sausage dogs. And it got me thinking about how this was the perfect niche e-commerce business, especially for beginners. And thinking back even further to my website, Laces Out, that I sold last year that only sold shoelace sneakers. And how amazing of a niche that was and how it made marketing and operations so much easier and how quickly that business grew and why I was able to sell it. Man, then I started thinking about all the garbage information that's online about Shopify and dropshipping. And I wanted to put together a little video that's going to show you from someone who has no vested interest, I got nothing to sell you here, how to select a niche for e-commerce. Because it really is an amazing business model to get into, especially if you want to be your solopreneur and just make some passive income, make some money on the side. This is a really good route to go down, but it really comes down to understanding what niche and what product to sell. So we're going to talk about that, and I'm going to give you my framework and my matrix that I developed for how to select the right niche to go into for e-commerce. So let's get into it. So first of all, let's talk about what a niche is and what a niche isn't. Uh, Something that's really hot right now is like CBD. CBD is not a niche. CBD is becoming an industry. A niche would be, going back to our sausage dog example, the big outside, the big industry would be pets. Underneath that, you could niche down into like dogs or cats or iguanas, whatever it may be. But you can keep niching down even further, just like this website did, into just sausage dogs. They have a website that focuses only on selling products for sausage dogs. So like ramps, different leashes, different pajamas. And because the dog has a specific body type, if you've seen them, they literally look like sausages they're able to pick up a lot of steam and relevancy with their marketing. And uh, if you look at their social media, they have over a million followers on like Instagram and Facebook, but also with Google too, when it comes to SEO, because they've built a relevance and authority when it comes to those keywords, Google trusts them. If somebody's searching for like dachshund leashes, which people are, and this isn't just dachshunds, this is like golden doodles, pit bulls, whatever. There's people that are searching specifically for those products. If you've got a website that just sells those products, then you can build up a lot of relevancy and build trust with those customers. Like me, for example, I would rather buy something from a dachshund only website than going to like a chewy.com that has everything, right? Because it has that niche relevancy and trust. So the first part is just understanding how to niche down further and further and further. But of course, there's pros and cons to this. The main thing being is the further down the niche rabbit hole you go, the lower the market cap is going to be. So obviously, a website that only sells product for dachshunds is going to have a lot less cap in potential than a Chewy that sells products for all dogs, all cats, all animals, right? But with that being said, there's lower barriers to entry on a niche product because a Chewy isn't going to go down and try and get in the weeds down here with just going for dachshunds. They might sell that stuff, but they're not going to push a lot of their marketing dollars there, a lot of their advertising dollars to just push the dachshund stuff. So there's lower barriers to entry for you to get into the market, which means less investment, which means lower costs to you. Uh, not just getting the product, but setting it up your website, setting up your marketing, your advertising, all that stuff. There's just lower costs and lower barriers to entry to do so. And of course, there's less competition. So now let's get into this low-high matrix that I've developed. And this is specifically for selecting a niche and a product to sell for an e-commerce business. So I want to start with the low stuff. What should be on the low side? So you want to look for something that has a low cost. A product or a niche that has a low cost will keep your initial investment down, which overall is going to mitigate the risk involved. So for example, when I was doing the shoelace business, I really wanted to get into the sneaker industry because I'm a sneakerhead. And I looked at getting inventory to sell for sneakers and I was looking at an investment of like half a million bucks. But for just shoelaces, I was looking at like 
a couple thousand bucks. So by keeping the product very niche and then going down that rabbit hole of how can I still be in the sneaker industry without selling sneakers, I was able to get a ton of inventory, six months to a year worth of inventory for a fraction of the cost, which mitigates the amount of risk that goes into building that business. So another thing that we want to look for is a product that has low weight, because if you want to sell refrigerators or something big like that, the shipping cost to get that to most likely where it's going to come from overseas to where you are is going to be astronomical, which means you're going to have to buy products in even larger bulk to get those products to you at a lower cost, which means you're going to have to put more money into your investment for inventory. So, so by having a smaller product physically, it keeps your inventory buying cycles. It allows you to be much more agile with how you buy your product. So you can buy smaller amounts. You can test new products. I mean, getting uh, my shoelaces, which I was buying from China, shipped to me was costing me like a hundred bucks or less to get like a couple thousand shoelaces to me. Whereas if it was going to be something bigger, like a whole couple pallets full of sneakers, it was going to be a lot more. Also, when we're talking about storing these physical products, if you have something that's smaller in stature, it's a lot easier to store in your home and some closets and an office if you have one, rather than having to go out and get storage space just to hold your product, which then cause more logistic issues with how do you get those shipped from there, all that sort of stuff. So go something low cost, low weight. It'll make your life a lot easier, especially if you're just getting started. Something else I like to stay out of is tech and health products. So whenever you're getting into tech, uh, we're talking about things that are going to break. They're going to have issues. People are going to complain. You're going to have a lot of refunds, bad reviews, all that stuff. You just want to stay away from it. You don't need to go down that route. I know it can be sexy. You want to sell drones, but if you're getting them from overseas or from a, a source that you haven't really tested buying in bulk from yet, it's going to be a whole lot of products and you could have a whole lot of crap inventory on your hands. Also health I see this a lot now. I get it, guy. You got a six-pack. I'm happy for you. Congratulations. That doesn't mean that you should be selling products that have to do with health because a lot of these things are untested. They're not FDA approved, and you're just opening yourself up to potential litigation, also false claims. You just don't want to go down there. Stay away from health and tech products if you have no experience in the field. The other final low thing that we want to stay with is competition in brands. So we want to look for a product that has low competition. And this is negotiable because the higher the competition, the more potential and cap there is, obviously. But if you can find something with low competition, and the way that I like to check this is just by taking that product and searching for it in Google to see who's ranking. So if your product, the way that I really what sold me on doing shoelaces was when I was searching for shoelaces, Nike wasn't competing there. A lot of big brands weren't competing on shoelaces. Again, it's just too far down in the weeds from there's not enough potential there for them to invest in it because they're a big brand. But for me, that means there's less competition. It means there's more white space. So I was able to come in, get these shoelaces, and within a couple of months, I was having my website rank in Google for shoelaces, which was driving a lot of easy sales for me. So you want to look for a space where there's not a lot of brands or competition because you can get traction a lot faster. So now moving to the other side of the matrix, what do we want to look for on the high side? So we want to look for something that has high demand. And this is something that's also easy to check for using Google using Amazon and a couple of online tools that you can check out. So we want to find something that has enough volume and demand to justify selling a lower cost item. So if you're going to buy something and sell something that's lower cost, there's got to be a huge demand to make up for it on the other side. So shoelaces, because it was a commodity, tons of search volume for that. With the Dachshunds, what I did is I, I'm, I'm looking at their Instagram, look at their Facebook accounts. They've got almost a million followers on that. That to me tells me that there's a lot of demand for people who are in and active in that niche market. And you can do some basic keyword research in Google where you're just typing these keywords in and it will tell you the search demand for those things. There's also Amazon keyword tools that will tell you the actual purchase intent searches for these things. So whenever you're looking for your niche, just take these things, do a little bit of research on them, find out what that search volume is per month, 
and you can get a pretty good idea of the demand for that product. You can also check social. There's a bunch of different ways you can check the demand of that product, but you really want to find something that has high demand. It's especially critical if you're selling something that has a low ticket price. The other thing in the high range of this matrix is something that has high passion. This is important for you as an entrepreneur because you're going to have to invest so much time into this, especially up front. It's got to be something that you're interested in. To me, I wanted to get into shoelaces, like I said, because I love sneakers. So for me to look at pictures and build content around sneakers and Instagram, that stuff, it wasn't really that big of a deal for me because I was already passionate about it. It was basically like doing a hobby that I was getting paid for. Same thing with dogs, right? If you love dogs, you can start a business e-commerce website selling stuff for dogs and it becomes natural to you because you're always thinking about the dogs. It's something that you're passionate about. But even more importantly, that's just you. You want to find something that the market is passionate about. So again, going back to dogs and looking at their Instagram account, their Facebook page, which has over a million people following it and super active commenting, sharing, tagging people, it has viral potential. So if you can find something that has high demand, but also high viral potential, just something that you can create a lot of content around, something that you don't have trouble kind of trying to come up with what you can Instagram about every day. Again, dogs are easy. Uh, Babies are easy. Uh, Shoelaces were easy because I was just posting about sneakers. If you can find something that has high viral and social and content potential, it's a huge plus. Another thing on the high side is potential. So I like to look for something that is a commodity, uh, like shoelaces, something that people buy every day. But since there's not really any brands that are dominating the space, something that you can come in and build a brand around in private label, right? People need shoelaces nonstop. They're always going to need them. But if you can build a brand affinity and you do that through content, through your marketing, then you can build yourself not just a way to make money, but a business, right? There's a difference between making money and there's a difference between building a business. If you can find something that has high private label and branding potential, then you've got a business on your hands. And finally, this is becoming more and more important to me where I invest my money is something that has longevity. So we're entering a time, we're already in a time where technology is starting to take over and it's going to be pushing out a lot of industries. So I like to look for something that has, no matter what cycle the market is in, if we're in an up, I like to look for something that no matter what the trend of the market is, up, down, recession, people are always going to be spending their money on it. So things like babies, things like pets, they are always going to be spending their money on their dogs no matter what. It's a great industry to be in. And also something that technology does not necessarily push you out of. So for example, people are always going to be buying stupid stuff for their dogs, like a sweater, right? That doesn't, technology is not going to, it's going to, technology is going to impact how you buy it maybe, but it's not going to impact the actual product. It's not going to impact you actually generating revenue for your business. Whereas if you're in a space where automation is going to come in and basically wipe out that industry, you've got a much shorter runway for that business. And it's not something that you can look to build long-term. So that is my product selection high-low matrix. As always, if you guys like these videos, please subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to YouTube, DM me on Instagram if you got any questions, and I'll see you in the next video.